what that sound means. Podcast time, isn't it? Money? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Okay. Sweet. Welcome back to another episode of Nerds of Unusual Origin. I am the host this week, Steve. Oh, 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 and I'm Frank. Nerds of Unusual Origin is a podcast where we take a deep dive into the culture that is nerd. Going to talk about some movies, maybe some music, and a bunch of other stuff that we uh, get excited and obsess over. Huh. We, we definitely obsess over some some stupid stuff, some fun stuff. Definitely some things. We both like space a lot. Yes. Okay. Either yes. way. Yes. Uh, before we get started, do you want to start with Two Drunk Dads or do you want to start with, uh, you know, what we're going to talk about? <laughs> well, no, we'll do um, we'll do what we're going to talk about. Then we'll move into, into drinking. All right. Um, so this week we, we're going to obviously do the 2002 Spider-Man rewatch. Yes. Uh, we're I going have to... many opinions. Oh, boy. <laughs> I do, too. I don't yeah. know how if they they're the same, if they differ, but. We'll, we'll find we'll fit, out. Yeah, exactly. We'll find out. <laughs> we didn't watch it together, so we couldn't share it then. Right. Um, well, jam it, my iPad. Jam it? Jam it. Uh, we are going to talk about a Sony executive opening his mouth before No Way Home comes out. Okay. Uh, and uh, we're going to talk about the possibility of life on Mars from the world? Uh, Being our world. Yeah. Maybe a boo-boo on that one. Yeah. Um, some other stuff. Well, they're going to talk about, you know, this new set picture from the new Suicide Squad. Yep. Uh, and, you know, what we've been up to. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be, a, it'll be a show. So just as a quick heads up so everybody knows, I got my second dose today. That's why he sounds lackadaisical. Yeah, I'm a little, I'm a little sleepy and, and uh, you know, my arm hurts a little bit, but so far I'm feeling okay. I got it this morning. It but, sucks. Yeah. It did for me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's funny because um, my wife just had it uh, a couple days ago and she was fine other than a headache. So we'll see. Hopefully it goes easy for me. I had COVID, barely any symptoms. My first dose no symptoms at all same so. thing with me nothing I, my, my arm hurt that was about it yeah so we'll see how it goes uh we're going to uh we're gonna we're gonna do our two drunk dads yeah um again if you think of any other name other than <laughs> two this, drunk dads yeah because we don't really get drunk but we definitely do drink. yeah we, we 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 like our alcohol that still sounds makes us sound like an alcoholic <laughs> we like having a couple of beers here and there sure uh Speaking of beers, we're not drinking them tonight. Um, <laughs> no, we're not. No. So Steve picked this one out. Because Frank wanted to take it easy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I didn't really want to. Go- he he texted me. He's like, you want to do this like chocolate stout thing? And I was like, uh, no. <laughs> I don't blame just you. Just in case I felt like dopey. I didn't want to exactly. get all weighed down with a big, huge meal of a beer. Yeah. So, so uh, this week we're going to do a hard cider. From Carlson Orchards in Harvard, Massachusetts. It's called Honeycrisp. I yes. don't know if it's supposed to be Honeycrisp hard cider or just. It's it's hard cider made from Honeycrisp apples. Okay. Yeah. I get it. Let's see if it has anything funny. Like biting into a fresh Honeycrisp apple, the semi-sweet hard cider is both juicy and tart with a bit of honey on the finish. Mm-hmm. I've had this before, so I like it a lot. Oh, we'll see. Yeah. I'm not a huge hard cider fan, but. Yeah. Four and a half ABV. Yeah. 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's <laughs> you not got bad. that. Yep. All righty, here we go. Go ahead. Oh, just cut your nails, didn't you? <laughs> I couldn't get a good grip on the tabby. Let's so. see. I don't hate it. Oh yeah, I actually really like it. Yeah, it's so good. I'm probably gonna drink all three of these. I've never, I've never hour. had a cider of theirs that I didn't like. I don't drink many hard ciders, so I love them. They're good. They're hazy. They're all unfiltered and stuff. So like, when you pour them out into a pint glass, sometimes you'll see like a little something, something kind of floating around. Some, some sediment. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's good. It's good uh, for you. Nice. Um, so <laughs> why don't we just d- jump right into Spider Man? Yeah, yeah, let's do that, Spider Man. Do you uh, here? You can do the stuff on it. Okay. All right. So Spider Man. A little bit of background info. Released on May third of two thousand and two had a $139 million budget and uh, by all accounts, it was a massive success for um, Columbia, Sony. Uh, they raked in $825 million. They recouped the hell out of their yes, money. <laughs> yes. And uh, anyone that was around during this time period, it was like, it was Spider-Man everything. Tobey Maguire. Oh yeah. Took over the world. I had like five shirts. <laughs> yeah. Like Tobey Maguire took, took over the world. Kirsten Dunst, like, you know, she skyrocketed uh, to fame. So it was uh, it was a massive movie. It was huge. Iconic scenes, <laughs> the whole deal. Yeah. There, uh, I have opinions. You have opinions. Let's, oh, let's find opinions. out what they are. Okay, sure. Um, I mean, overall, did you like the movie? Yeah. I mean, no, it's not a bad movie by any means. You know, I, I, I like... It's entertaining. You can see like at the time. So here's the, I don't know if I, I can't, I can't get into too much without just like launching into some of my opinions. So I guess I'll just launch into a couple opinions at the time. I remember. So I was in, I was graduating high school when this movie came out. I was about there too. Yeah. And, uh, I was blown away by the special effects and how big everything looked. And it was like, it, it, it looked incredible in my, like, in the recesses yeah. of my memory and rewatching it like rewatching it is where it kind of fell apart right yeah it really fell apart you could you could see some of the uh you could really pick out some of the special effects like they it, it they they were not very well blended in some of the wire work and blue screen elements yeah that was also like sam raimi yeah sam raimi did mostly b movies right prior to this I think I, I didn't do any background research, but I'm willing to bet that this was probably his first big budget movie. Yeah, I'm, I, like, I'm almost positive. Budget. Like he he did like Dark Man and other stuff, uh, but yeah, he didn't do many big things. So he's really used to like practical stuff, right? So with VFX, like I'm sure that's why a lot of it didn't look that good. Yeah, I mean there was definitely a few kind of crunchy elements here and there. But um, at that and like, you know, 2002, it definitely looked like it took place in 2002. You know? Oh, yeah. Like, still, you still have the cars from the mid 90s in there. Yeah. I mean, which is fine. The cars, the cars will date it, but it like you forget how distinctive some of the styles were back then. You know, yeah. low cut jeans, a yep. little bit of belly showing, <laughs> uh, you know, everybody had gelled up, spiked out hair and, and the sideburns and like puka necklaces and the whole spiel. It was, 
you're talking about flash it <laughs> was very of its like, time flash and like every other guy that was in that high school the funniest thing is i had no idea that was joe mad Magan- maganello maganello uh, who, who's that uh you know who he is i'm gonna show you i'm sure i do but like i mean i can't really comment too much because i was kind of one of those guys too <laughs> but you know it it definitely it definitely looked pretty did de- oh wow that's what he turned into yeah jesus the joe Mag- Mag- magniello wow he looked like a total dweeb back Magniel- then. yeah but yeah. I, whoever cares now look at him he's hot so whatever yeah i i saw that i was like mm, really <laughs> <laughs> seriously um, i know and he comes up pulling up in his plymouth prowler is that what that was i couldn't tell yeah it was a plymouth prowler that they over they overdubbed some like screaming v8 Uh, engine into it yeah that that thing had the same engine that a chrysler sebring had in it yeah i'm well aware (laughs) yeah um i i let's just jump into our things sure one of the things i noticed i don't know if you did in the the main credits jumping back to Mm -hmm. somebody we've talked about twice already danny elfman did the score yeah I didn't know that. I saw that. And you can tell listening to the, now, like, the yeah, now, musical style. I haven't seen it in a long time. So Well, so like th- that's funny. So we did Batman a couple weeks ago. That was a Danny Elfman score. Yep. And now we've done, you know, Spider-Man, Danny Elfman again. I, and, you know, I'm sure that there's going to be some other um, uh, 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 Tim Burton movies that we'll end up watching. Absolutely. So, yeah, Danny Elfman will play a common. He'll, he'll have a common thread through a lot of our rewatches of sure. yeah we like a lot of the old mm-hmm. older stuff yeah um i noticed a scene that i never noticed watching it i think i've seen it like three or four times sure right after he gets bit it like it focuses on behind him yeah and you can see a screen that tells you every single attribute that he has yeah i forgot about that yeah i, I saw I was that like, it was like i was they didn't mention once that during that whole field trip spiel, which I also have some issues with, that they were combining uh, elements of different spiders. Yes, to they, did. They, did said they? It, they did it in the uh, the Asian lady said, you know, we're working with some spiders and we're trying to combine them. Into, oh, yeah. OK. All right. My daughter was kind of babbling and asking a ton of questions. So I watched it with my with my turning seven-year-old tomorrow daughter. Oh, my God. I forgot. Yeah. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Child. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, okay, yeah, I know, yeah, but I did forget about that little computer Tidbit, graphic yeah. animation with the DNA sequencing and all that crap. What was your issue with the, the field trip? <laughs> okay, so you, you get this field trip. Okay, we're going to go to Columbia and we're going to specifically go to this science department, and that's it. It wasn't like a field trip for seniors to go check out columbia and it wasn't certainly wasn't like a recruiting mission by columbia to get people to go get into their program it just seemed a little strange but my biggest issue with it completely was the fact that the teacher was easily the same age as all the rest of the students you thought so oh my god yeah he looked so young and the way he was like talking to them and you know and and uh I mean, yes, I agree. I'm pretty sure Toby Maguire and Kirsten Dunst were both like 30. Yeah. And it kind of, you, obviously, but I, I guess I didn't pay attention to the teacher and because they look young. He well, looked he just, older. He was like, he stood out like a sore thumb, probably because he was like the token black guy in the movie. And also because, um, he was very soft spoken. You know, he spoke like really low, just kind of soft, you know? 
and uh, Steve's trash in the place as uh, as we're trying to go through this. But um, yeah, I don't know. I that that casting decision just didn't really add up too much to me. I didn't hate it. I mean, he, yeah, he was the right kind of douchebag. <laughs> I thought he was a douchebag anyway. I guess. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, he definitely was. I said no talking. Yeah, but yeah, you're not threatened by a guy who says I. You know, like they're, you know, but he should have been an on hold voice or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> um, so. I also, I found it really dumb okay. that, that Peter was there to take pictures for the school paper mm-hmm. and the only pictures he really took were of Mary Jane Yeah, and the ones, and she's just holding it like. The, the well, lamest. yeah, she's ham. She, the, the ham was cooking, but I think she, she, you know, she meant to do that. Like, no, I get it. I they think just, I don't think she, she was trying to look cool. I think no, 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 was, no. I know that. I what I'm saying yeah. is like, it looked so bad. I, it, I would never use a picture like that for a paper. Of course, not. even like you, you kind of want a candid shot like that. And these are all posed. Yeah, that's well, me being. I don't think he. Uh, I don't think he was thinking about that at all i think his hormones were raging at that point you can say what you want to say but you don't have over to. you know i don't know. young dumb and full of yeah that we're not going to finish potato that salad yeah potato salad <laughs> so um yeah I don't, I don't so he gets bit by the spider gets bit by the spider he goes home and he kind of just goes i don't feel good and he lays yeah, down he doesn't right. even make it to the bed he just falls apart mm-hmm. falls apart falls down yeah um, I that, felt like the, I felt like that reaction was was decent. Yeah, uh, that was the first sign of like me. I've been a big Sam Raimi fan for a long time. Like I like most of the movies he's. I don't like most of the movies he's put out. I like I like Evil Dead trilogy. That's what's really gotten me into a lot of stuff that he's done. Mm-hmm. But like that was the first sign of like Sam Raimi camera work is the way that he like shook the camera on him and like. Did the zoom in. I'm sorry. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. All the dolly zooms and all that yes. stuff. Yeah. And that that was definitely like the artist's mm-hmm. re- like touch in the movie. Yeah. Um then he wakes up the next morning and you know, <laughs> he's ripped. I don't know if you know this, and I don't know if it was on a, in a special scene after the fact, but they um the reason Toby Maguire was uh cast was because he showed up shirtless to his uh, audition. Audition, really? He took his shirt off in the audition. I'll show you the video. Oh, okay, it's hilarious. <clears throat> He's I just did like, not notice that. <laughs> I'm flexing for anybody listening. Yeah. Uh you got anything coming up? Okay. Speaking of Toby Maguire, Toby Maguire ugly cries <laughs> a lot. Like that. Not a good, not a good cry. It's not pretty crying. It's like, didn't even look real. Like, it's like the kind of crying you're about to do when you just found out that like your dog died, you know, like, (laughs) like it's, it's hideous crying that shouldn't be put in public. I wouldn't even say that. I think it was got like not even believable. There was definitely some like tear stick action going on and, and stuff like that, you know, but, uh, I just, I thought that was kind of funny. Like I totally forgot that he has an ugly cry. So <laughs> I just had to mention it because he cries a little bit in the beginning of the movie. Yeah. Um, that all being said, he becomes Spider-Man. <laughs> Do they ever explain what actually happened to his parents? 
no. they just like ran away. I I don't even I never it, paid attention or like to the what comic. they were getting involved with or I know that they kind of touched on it in the the um Andrew Garfield one a little bit. Okay. But they really don't say much mm-hmm. otherwise. Uh with that being said, like I I don't even remember in the comic. Damn it. I'll find out. Well, what I thought was kind of funny is the casting choices for Aunt May and Uncle, uh, what's his name? Ben? Yes. Uh, not the, not in the long-term casting, which you see later in the movie, but in that scene where, um, Peter's parents ditch him with, with Uncle Ben and Aunt May, they had Sally Field and Martin Sheen. Oh, in the Andrew Garfield one. No. No, that was in this movie. What, really? Yes. I don't I remember seeing it. Where in the movie? Yeah, was wasn't it? it? It was Sally Field and Martin Sheen, wasn't it? And like playing his um, on uncle when he was a child. And then as he got older, all of a sudden they're different actors. I don't remember this. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Here, I'll, I'll oh, look I it up. I feel like an idiot. No. I'll look, uh... I mean, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong, and I'm getting the Andrew Garfield one mixed up with it, but I'm, I don't Yeah, I, I don't, don't think I am. I think you might be. Do you think so? I'm looking it up right now. It just seemed like very big names to have in a movie that, and they were only in it for an extremely short amount of time. But I could be getting them both. You are. Up. Am I getting them both mixed yeah. up? God you, damn it. You, okay, so funny story. I was telling Steve this before. Um, so I watched it today. And uh, I was looking it up on one of my subscription services. Yeah, he's showing it to me right now. Uh, and uh, I was like, oh, cool. I, like, I don't have to rent this or anything. Like, I'll, I, I click Spider-Man and I'm watching it go through the whole intro sequence and whatever. And I'm watching that sequence of his parents, like, ditching him <laughs> and everything. And then the next, it, right after that scene, it cuts to Peter Parker closing his locker. And there's a mirror. And it's Andrew Garfield in the mirror. And I was like, ah, oh, fuck, I got the wrong one. So I had to like scramble around and find the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man and, and watch that. So my brain is blending the two of them together. But that, you know, that's as much as I watch. So looking at CBR.com, uh, Richard Parker and Mary Fitzpatrick, his parents, were both a CIA operative and a CIA translator and data analyst. Boy, they made that clear in the movie, huh? I just thought he was like a spider obsessive. Mm. Now we know. <laughs> I'm going to have, I have no idea about his origins other than yeah, uh, Aunt May and Uncle Ben. Sure. The okay. rice. The rice. The rice. <laughs> Anyways. Yep. Um, I, I, I need to say this and I need to say it now. Kirsten Dunn's fucking sucks. I, she was horrible in this movie. What? God awful. Oh, I thought disagree? she was great. Really? Yeah. Were you watching the same movie? Yes. She cannot act worth a shit. I don't think anybody in the movie can necessarily act, but I just, I nothing she did was believable. Yeah, I mean, yeah. The the the, the like thing that made it the worst was the whole uh, uh the scene. It had to do with the upside down kiss. 
Okay. I think that's well, there was one part in that, that annoyed me so bad that I just couldn't watch it. Okay. Um, can you? Yeah. Oh, never mind. I got. Uh, I wish I could. I wish I wrote it down. I just wrote Kirsten Dunst fucking sucks. Keep going. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I I got. That's all I wrote down was she sucks, and I don't really know why. Um, I don't. I don't think she sucked at all. But um, hang on, I'm just like changing this. There. Good point. Okay. There we go. I don't think she sucked at all. I I, I mean, it was just kind of like maybe young actor, giant budget movie. I you know, a little bit of that kind of inexperience showing. I but, just didn't think it was good. Uh, I don't know. I'm a sucker for redhead, so maybe that's just clouding that was my judgment. Fake as shit, though. Oh, of course it was, but I don't care. Whatever. <laughs> um. Uh, the other thing it kind of bothered me. Yeah, now, I mean. And we just got off the whole like cancel culture slash like sure uh, whatever. Um, yep, they made like a horrible poor test taste gay joke. Did they? Yeah, I I don't I think it was when yeah it was when Green Goblin and him meet for the first time. He goes, uh-huh. oh that's a nice suit. Did your husband get it for you? Oh yeah, it's like yeah that dates it. Yeah, it's kind of yeah that dates it. It's kind of like um. Here's a big admission. I like Gilmore Girls. When you watch Gilmore Girls, I've never seen it. There's a lot of gay, like jokes, in that. But it's like you know of that time period, the late '90s, early 2000s. Where it was okay, when it was yeah, like Not necessarily okay. Nobody but... was making a stink of it yet. Like yeah. like that big that it wasn't as accepted back then. It was know, more accepted than when I was in high school. If you were gay, like you're in the closet. Yeah. And if you're not, you're getting shit on, which sucked. You yeah. know? Um, so like now it's a lot. It's yes, there are strides to be made, but um it's a lot more accepting now. Okay. So so it, I guess it didn't really click with me that it was necessarily offensive, but I guess it could yeah. Now it, it is. wouldn't fly in a movie today. Exactly. That's where I was going with it. Just right. because we, we had spoken about it last yeah. week. Another thing that dates this movie, Macy Gray. Oh my God. Yes. Yeah. Why couldn't she have done the one song that I actually can tolerate? I don't know. I, I just think that like, that's a huge mistake. Whenever you put something in a movie like that, it dates it to that time. And especially you, no longer made a timeless movie at that point. Yeah. Especially because like they didn't stay. Mm hmm. They had like two good hit, two hits. And Macy faded, Gray, yeah. Macy Gray was like, yeah. She she had the at I try to back joke. Like, yeah, you, you do sound like you're choking. Yeah, come back. Yeah, yeah. That's like, not making it. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. It could make it in there. Um, right. So <laughs> yeah, Macy Gray, not maybe not that great. If you're a Macy Gray fan, that's interesting because I've never met one. That's as far as I'm going to go. With you know that. what? I, you know what's funny is I for a long time I always it's conflated the right word. I have no idea what you're going to say after, so I, I can't. conflated Macy Gray with Tracy Chapman. Confused? No, I thought conflated was like the same thing. No, I'm probably dumb. <laughs> Steve likes to use big words, but he doesn't always get it right. Um, conflated? No. With Tracy Chapman. Yeah. Really? Yeah. 
Like, I got a fast car. I'm reading the definition of completed. To bring together, fuse, confuses, to combine. Good job, Steve. Yep. I was wrong. You were right. I just clipped the shit out of that. That's fine. That's okay. Actually, you didn't. I gained stage anyway, so we're good. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I did. I, for the longest time when she first started, I conflated Tracy yep. Chapman and, and Macy Gray. Yeah. 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 Interesting. Um, And now I don't because I'd never liked either of them. <laughs> Tracy Chapman was fine. Macy Gray was not that great. No, her voice was annoying. Yes. Even hearing her on t- t- TRL. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, smoke another one, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know if she smokes. <laughs> I think it's safe to assume. She probably did. Yeah. yeah. Um, either way. Sure. Um, <laughs> There were some... I, I didn't take many notes after this. Just because, I mean... There wasn't a lot to yeah. take notes on. Um, let's talk about the design of Green Goblin. Go ahead. A little bit. We've all watched either old Godzilla movies or Power Rangers. Yes. Yes. It that whole looked. time, and it's all I could picture in my head was like, I'm waiting for the Yellow Ranger to come in and kick this guy in the head. You know? <laughs> the fighting was very, like you know, power rangery, like the way that he was acting and, and it, it just, I don't know. What's the name of the, the bad chick in, uh, in power rangers, Rita repulsa, Rita. Re- the, yeah. Like I was waiting for that, you know, I'll get you a ranger. What the, I stopped doing that. Yeah. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I just, <laughs> yeah. Right. Anyways. Like, yeah. So I, I was not a fan of the green goblin design. It was, See, here's the question. Yeah. Do you think it was anything close to the comics? Not in my he- not in my head really. Um the only time the design of worked for me was when Willem Dafoe was having the mental breakdown and arguing with himself in his office and the mask was up on the chair, the wing of the chair, you know. I thought then it was kind of like all right, that's a bit creepy. Yeah, it I mean looked- absolutely nothing like it they have like the overall silhouette of the face correct but other than that it's really it's really nowhere close it really isn't but then again we're talking about just like a green dude wearing purple pajamas and like a purple nightcap and this in this (laughs) that's not scary yeah in this he wasn't even like purple there was no purple it, it yeah, was they like got rid of that all it was almost like if you caught it in the right light you saw like the like the that, pearlescent yeah like that purple. iridescent kind of that's that that, yeah, that one yeah um but it must have been effective though because my daughter was terrified really uh, oh yeah, yeah i wouldn't have thought that oh she gets scared of seven yeah yeah <laughs> that age it's that age but uh yeah i was not a big fan of that the i thought the design of the um the glider hoverboard thing was pretty cool though. Yeah, that, that I was, like that. that was good. That was effective. Yeah, they it seemed like they were trying to set up a lot of things from the comics. Yeah. Um, but they were also throwing stuff that had nothing to do with the comics, like the the right. uh, quest aeronautics doesn't exist. Oh, okay. But well they you know, okay. They could have so they, they could have done hammer technologies or or Justin Hammer. Sure. Yeah, that would have been good, but but then again, 
they didn't have an MCU then, so that you could. I think you could have gotten away with using just about anything. Yeah, you could have. But so that brings me on to this point. Can you Google real quick? Was this movie released prior to the Eric Bana Hulk yes. movie? Yeah. Okay. So this movie really did kind of open the door a little bit for more superhero movies, correct? Or was that, or was this on the back of X-Men? I can't remember when X-Men came out. Uh, X-Men came out in 99. Did it really? Yeah. Wow. It's that old. Like yeah. Hugh Jackman X-Men. Yeah. Jeez. I think I'm that's, pretty sure that's X, another movie we should watch. Pretty sure X2 came point. out in 2002, but I'll look it up right now. Yeah. Okay. I'd like to see how, how well that aged and if that has the same level of uh, cheese that, that this movie does. I'm sorry. The first X-Men came out in 2000. X2 came out in 2003. Okay. So it still started then. All right. All right. That's I don't, I please don't pick that for next week. No, 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 <laughs> okay, no, no. not for next week. No, we, we, we gotta do something else. Yeah, as as of me speaking right now, I have not thought of a movie for us to watch for well, next week. We have so. about five more minutes to figure it out. No, I've got more than five. We'll figure it out. Okay. If we got to the end of the episode, I'll figure it out by then. Um, the only other note that I took, and it just annoyed the piss out of me, hmm. was when the Green Goblin shows up at the Peace Day Festival. Yeah. He throws the bomb, everything blows up. Peter Parker's like 20 stories down. Yeah. Why is his hair blowing? I have no. It sh- there should be not not that big of a blowback. That yeah, only his hair is blowing. There's so much. There's so much crap that they missed. Like some of the scenes where, so right after that, when he's swinging with Mary Jane, and there's this scene of there's this like close up of, of Mary Jane like grabbing onto him. It's clearly like her grabbing onto like a mannequin, because that that Spider Man that she's holding onto desperately with all of her life isn't. Like there's not even any imprints of her like squeezing. I'm gonna have to look. Oh at that yeah, scene. it's and it's just like it's a total still shot with the background whipping by. Basically, huh. it, it it's really bad, and I can't believe it made the final cut of the movie. But it is what it is. <laughs> so I don't have a hell of a lot more to say about this movie, other than like it's a good popcorn flick. It's 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 entertaining. It's. I don't think I would ever go out of my way to specifically sit down and watch it again. But if it was on in the background, I wouldn't care. Like I would change it. I, th- I, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Um, so you would say it does not slap. No, <laughs> no, there's no, can slapping. we call this calls? Does it slap? There's no slapping. And after, before, after we give out our ratings, I'll make my last point. about. Okay. Yeah. Um, I trying to think, I really, I, I don't hate the movie itself. Mm-hmm. I don't think it worked. And I don't think it worked as well as I thought it worked when I was younger. Yeah, exactly. I was, I was all about it. I was a huge fanboy, especially because mm-hmm. it was a Sam Raimi movie. Yeah. Um, I didn't have much nostalgia for this movie. Yeah. Anyway. Th- yes. It's exactly where Th- I'm going. There's nothing that. important going on in my life or like, it didn't revolve around anything important going on in my life. So I don't really have much attachment to, you know? Okay. I definitely get that. I I know exactly where you're going with that. Like, yeah. So that said, if we're going to do on an out of five star scale, like like we've been doing two and a half, wouldn't even go that high. Yeah. Two for me. I think it's a two and a half, like just cause it's not bad, but it's it's not Not good. Not good. So 
we've given our ratings and you know of course we're movie experts ha 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 um <laughs> just like we're beer experts if you look this movie up on rotten tomatoes right now oh boy don't look i'm not what do you think the rating is uh if i were to get see i'm trying to think because it's going by the time not now i'm willing to say it was probably a 70 70 is that what it was Mm. no higher or lower oh it was it's much higher really much higher really holy shit i'm looking this up take take one more guess before you look up the actual number 96 okay you're much closer it's 90 percent what the on rotten tomatoes and i i made a note on my phone and i put 90 percent rotten tomatoes question mark question mark question mark and then three exclamation points because i cannot see how that movie hit a 90 percent on rotten tomatoes the craziest part is, is I'm looking right at this. It's got a 90% with 244 views. This the uh audience score is like 67, right. exactly where I said. So I was right on both accounts for the most yeah, part. Yeah, like yeah. The craziest <clears throat> part is is the day after tomorrow. I loved that movie. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you liked it. Never saw it. Oh. That's a 45. That's like a world Jake disaster flick, yeah. right? Okay. Hyper typhoon thing goes over the world. It was all the rage back then with like Dante's Peak and, and uh, oh man, Pierce Brosnan. Yeah, right. <laughs> that would be a funny one to watch. Yeah, no, it fucking sucked. <laughs> uh, um. All right, so we're done with the Spider Man. I just thought of my okay. I have two movies that I want to rewatch. Okay, for next week, and I'll let you pick one of them. We'll do that again. Okay. I either want to rewatch The Fifth Element. Okay. Or Stargate. I've never watched Stargate, so let's watch The Fifth Element. Okay. All right. Stargate's a long movie that's like, yeah. Hours. I, I was never but. a MacGyver fan. <laughs> I don't it's even a remember great his, movie. I, I mean, I'm sure but, I like it now because I, yeah. I never had an appreciation for well, it. It's kind of like watching Dune. Like, you got to set aside some time for that. Yeah. You know? I, I never had an appreciation for sci fi mm-hmm. in the late 90s, early 2000s. It, it, yeah. It came in my 20s my late 20s at that yep so yeah i'll definitely i did however love you know the fifth, fifth element. element oh yeah just because even if you hated sci-fi you still love bruce willis yeah. i'm pumped because my wife will watch fifth element she loves that <laughs> lead multipass yeah exactly <laughs> oh that's so funny i got her a gift and she knows about it so i can talk about it um i was uh ripping through instagram and i like this etsy ad came by and um i had to order it so yeah i went on etsy and i found this uh this figurine that i got for my i got for nice. my wife yeah it's a it's amanda shawan and the and the key from the fifth element it's a teaser right yeah yeah okay. yeah so she she it was funny i was like on instagram and i saw it go by oh fuck and i showed it to her and i was like honey check it out and she looked at me and she goes multi pass <laughs> she's like i want that thing really bad and i was like okay cool and 30 seconds later i was like ask and ye shall receive and i showed her the purchase thing she's like you're uh, kidding me <laughs> you know what you just did what reminded me that my anniversary is coming up hey yeah your anniversary and up. i had something planned and will not be able to pull it off 
Uh oh. Uh oh. Womp womp. I was going to buy because, like, I think five years. Me and my wife have been married for five years. Mm-hmm. Uh, five years is like wood. Is that the traditional or modern? I think yeah. it's the traditional. Okay. Uh, I was going to get a, a wood thing that had like the three dates, like the first date we went on, mm-hmm. uh, where I proposed to her and where we got married. Yeah. And I fucking dropped the ball. Yeah, but when's your what's the date of your anniversary? June third. June third. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. You blew that. One. Yeah. Okay. I was gonna say it's if like it, four days away. If it was at the end of June, then it would have been doable. But yeah, I might just order it. Yeah. That's a funny. That's a funny subject. Is the traditional gifts versus the uh, modern day gifts? Yeah, modern day. Wedding. Five years is like a dubstep album. <laughs> no, it's like um, tradi- the traditional wedding gift. I believe you don't get diamonds till fifty. Yeah, fifty years. Diamonds the are modern. Forever. The modern one is ten years. Yeah, because people don't diamonds. make it past eleven. Exactly. It's like <laughs> they're just like just give me them diamonds before this all goes to shit. You know. <laughs> I'm only in it for the diamonds. <laughs> that said, it's me and my wife's ten year anniversary in a couple weeks. So I know I didn't know you then though. No, you did. I knew you two years later. Yep. So. Yeah, yeah. That that's kind of a funny thing. Like, oh, you know, oh, it's we've been married for. 12 years and according to the traditional thing I, I i'll get you something made out of aluminum and diphtheria you know <laughs> so uh while we're still on spider-man but not spider-man okay we'll talk about uh no way home a little bit oh okay this is cool i'm this i haven't really followed too much of no way home so so i was i saw an article today that a sony executive by the name of sanford pantic Oh, that's Panch, Panich, Panich. Just say it all the ways, and then you'll get it right. Yeah, <laughs> it's uh, like a shotgun hint, of pronunciation. It says has hinted that Sony share Sony's shared Marvel universe plan will kick off with Spider-Man: No Way Home. For years, Sony's film rights to Marvel Spider-Man have been convoluted. Have been a convoluted web of tension and confusion. Profusion, uh, yeah. Web. See what you did there. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. However, by far the most interesting part of the Spider-Man rights saga was when Sony and Marvel collaborated to bring Spider-Man to the MCU. Mm-hmm. The deal brought viewers a slew of films set in the MCU. Tom Holland taking on the Spider-Man role for six films. The shared ownership raised an interesting idea that my MCU's Holland can technically appear in Sony's Marvel films. Uh, meanwhile, Sony has continued growing. Up. Yeah, yeah, okay. The, Craven the Hunter. Let them read the article. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, this is getting to the point okay as reported by variety sony exec panich Pantage, whatever has suggested that spider-man will kick off a shared marvel universe and then this is the quote there's actually a plan there actually is a plan i think now maybe it's getting a little more clear for people where we're head where we're headed and i think when no way home comes out even more will be revealed the great thing is we have this very excellent relationship with kevin feige yeah there's an incredible sandbox there to play with. We want those MCU movies to be absolutely huge because that's great for us and our Marvel characters. And I think that the same thing on their side. But we have a great relationship. There's lots of opportunities, I think, that is going to happen. Okay. So I'm, I'm getting into the hype on Spider-Man because I'm pretty sure either this weekend or next weekend, they're going to release a teaser for No Way Home. Yeah, probably. I'm sure that that statement is also trying to a feed the hype. Of the hype. Yeah. Um, 
<clears throat> I, I'm willing to bet Memorial Day is when they're going to start trying to push the l- last quarter's movies, especially like I really think that Ghostbusters is going to get something this weekend because it's a big yeah. weekend. If it doesn't, this are there weekend's... any major sporting events other than what the Indy 500? I don't think so. Okay. Yeah. So oh, we'll see. Because they usually, you know, there'll be like some kind of a sporting event. Here's your big trailer. Exactly. But, but yeah. yeah, so I, I really think that they're probably going to do something. Yeah. Because uh, they've been trolling fans. I don't know if you saw that. Uh, people have been asking for the, the Spider-Man trailer. Mm-hmm. So Marvel posted, here's your Spider-Man trailer. And it was literally a picture of a trailer for Spider-Man. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it was pretty... <laughs> they're uh they're twitter guys pretty good yeah right (laughs) um but i where this could be going is kind of cool because like you especially since venom's coming out you bring Mm -hmm. eddie brock in there you can bring carnage carnage craven the hunter Mm -hmm. like all of the the people that you weren't able to before uh i did read sorry i was let me go back i did i have been feeding into the hype a little bit i know i keep making that noise that's fine um apparently from what i read they're trying to bring the sinister six into no way home which is like doc ock green goblin right. uh, vulture um rhino and sandman yeah so the the major spider-man villain mysterio but mysterio's dead i don't remember okay anyways uh if that happens that's gonna be pretty cool yeah and even dude if they bring like kingpin in sorry i'm yawning um they're gonna save kingpin for when they do the multiverse movie i bet you think so the spider-verse yeah the live action spider bet they're well this is supposed to be the live action spider-man i think they should bring vincent d'onofrio in again yeah did you watch the the uh daredevil series no i did not he played an amazing daredevil i don't know if they would tap into tv because they didn't they there, no, there's was, speculation that the guy who played Matt Murdock is going to be in No Way Home. Yeah. That he's going to be defending Peter Parker uh on trial when it because at the end of um Far From Home, J. Jonah Jameson kinda outed him. Hmm. So that's speculation. Okay. I know you don't feed into it, so I keep my ear to the ground. Right. Yeah. Or the Reddit, whatever. Yeah. Um uh actually go ahead no nothing sorry sorry about the yawning folks i think that like the shot is just making me dozy yeah it 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 did that definitely did that for me um i i did want to touch on this forgot to touch on it what about how do you feel about this whole like bam argera talking massive amounts of shit about the people that are trying to help him uh just like that it's a okay yeah that that kind of thing that i'm glad like steve-o finally jumped into it did you even did you see that i haven't been following that at all bam basically said like uh you know they they enabled him and this and that and Mm -hmm. and they just kind of threw him to the curb and he's in rehab trying to get better and this uh and he he specifically called out johnny knoxville and jeff tremaine and Steve-O straight up on like replied to him and was like Knoxville and Tremaine are the two that like got me to change my life around. Mm-hmm. Like if anything they're trying to help you and you're being belligerent. Yeah. So 
it's just it's sad it sucks yeah it's always really sad he was one of the that. big faces to see like in jackass that's why yeah. a lot of people gravitated towards it he had for the most part for a long time a bigger career than everybody else well i mean i mean other than johnny Bam, maxwell like bams like he preceded jackass by a long ways with the cky that's true yeah you know like a lot of the stuff that you saw in the original jackass like show was a lot of it was leftover cky material eh, kind know? of so jeff tremaine got in got in contact with johnny knoxville johnny knoxville originally started with big brother magazine yeah they were doing slightly jackassy stuff sure bam Rogeros had started cky and they were doing jackassy stuff mm-hmm. they kind of took the two and amalgamated it into one yeah right um so it was it was kind of the two together right but they were doing it around the same time yeah but jeff jeff tremaine just had a outlet to put it on and that's mm-hmm. why it got so big yeah right but that being said i still have a bunch of fucking cky videos cky was so funny which one <laughs> it was so which one was your favorite funny i like anything where they were throwing the dummy off the overpass in front of cars really i thought that was you absolutely yeah i thought that was so <laughs> funny um the scene where they where they have george carlin where they cut in George Carlin with like the things you never see. Yeah, you never see someone taking a shit shit while running running at full speed. speed. And and then the sound. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) And then uh Rab himself. Hey Kiki, want a little hunk of Slewsberry Stuver for Kiki. Want a hunk of meek? Wow. (laughs) Rab himself. I wish Rab himself got bigger than he actually was. Yeah. He was amazing. Yeah. Oh, I mean, well, yeah, the CKY videos, were, they were too. I'm going to watch one of them tonight. Too. I don't know which one I'm going to watch. I don't know. I'll listen to CKY on my way home. Oh, I used to have <laughs> a... <laughs> it's such a good rip. Um, uh, oh, fuck. Rab himself, the funniest thing. He, uh, fuck, never mind. Okay. Right. Um... <laughs> I, just okay go watch cky it's i digest funny. yeah it's very of its time and incredibly offensive so go for it oh yeah <laughs> yeah um so last thing we'll talk about sure is uh mars mars may um have yep. been contaminated we might have had a boo-boo <laughs> well i know so uh ingenuity the the heli the helicopter yep. went for a little bit of a wild ride uh, earlier. This has nothing to do with what Steve was going to talk about, but uh, they kind of like sort of lost control of it a little bit while it was flying. <laughs> I heard about that. <laughs> and it went whipping and, around and it it survived. It survived. It survived. It did nothing. Nothing broke on it or whatever. But a uh, little bit of um, drone malfunction comedy up on the surface of Mars. <laughs> Which I just thought was too, it was too good because anybody who's ever owned or fl- flown a drone, like, you know, things can go wrong. I, oh, I've dropped drones. Yeah. I, I, I definitely dropped a drone trying to get p- videos of foxes playing in my in-laws backyard. <laughs> I was trying to get too close and I was standing literally three feet in front of it. Yeah. And I was like, I can make it through this branch. <laughs> yeah. And then I had to scare three baby foxes and a mom away to <laughs> retrieve it. And it was the scariest moment of my life. I probably thought it was some like evil Godzilla Mothra yeah. type of monster coming after them. Yeah. 
Yeah. And then I tried, I wanted to, I tried coming in from above because there's a big clearing. I like how you're using hand signals for the podcast yeah, audience. Above. <laughs> for the listener at home, my hand's up above my head. Yeah. Um, uh, and it did not work. Yeah. I, I There was clearance, but I was just not skilled enough to get it down. But there <laughs> yeah yeah um all right so, so mars uh the article that i read i'm just gonna paraphrase everything i saw and then get you know your opinion on it i had read that you know it, it, it's i'm gonna preface this by saying it's not a definite um i'm gonna preface this by saying it's not a definite no matter how hard you, how much cleaning you do prior to launching something into space you're not going to be able to get every single microbe off of no. anything. So that being said, there is a slight chance microbes from Earth made it all the way to Mars. Sure. Uh, there's speculation that it's actually happened. I, I don't know if it's that the rover has noticed alien microbes mm-hmm. or what. I, it was kind of unclear what I read. But it, how do you feel about this? We're terraforming Mars. Uh, wow. There's a throwback to an old episode. Four weeks ago. <laughs> We're terraforming Mars. No, nah, I mean, you know, it's it's going to happen, but I'm sure that NASA thought of that. I'm, they, they've got to have some type of contingency for, for, for this and, and, and a way to, like, eliminate uh, off of their... Like substance, like like new substance list or research list. Or, I, I don't know. I, I can't imagine it was like a uh, oversight. Yeah, exactly. That's the word. Um, I I agree with you in a sense, but there are things that like thinking about it kind of scare the shit out of me. Yeah, <laughs> like it, it's thinking think about something we have like a a micro. A or living organism, mm-hmm. it, maybe it thrives on Earth. Okay, yeah. Bring it to a planet, the next planet over, right? Sure. What if it thrives even better because it's a, it's uh, an invasive species, kind of like yeah. You, if you thought about it like that, you know, like um, all those snakes or whatever that are down in Florida that weren't supposed to be there and yep. they're like taking over. Yeah. You know, so I mean, could it happen? Yeah, but. Jesus, we won't know the results of that for what is it? Is millions of years. Mars right? is what nitrogen rich, right? Nitrogen rich. Okay, yeah, they have a nitrogen rich. So, so in millions of years, that's where I'm going with this. Is mm-hmm. what happens if that one specific microbe thrives a million times faster? A million. I don't know. And we the ones that created fucking aliens. Yeah, I mean, maybe we're gonna witness the primordial ooze on our xenomorph. Xenophobe. Xeno- fuck xenophobes xenophobes <laughs> no <laughs> xenomorphs <laughs> not xenophobes <laughs> i'm talking about face huggers i just can't think yeah sure. yeah oh that's a movie that we need to watch that's going to be on the rewatch list at i some got point. to see that in theaters like three years ago oh man it was it's way better in a theater oh yeah oh for sure that's a that's a movie that like we're talking about alien for anybody who doesn't know that's a movie you need to watch with the lights off if you're gonna watch it at home shut the lights off like get into the whole suspense of it because that it's a suspense movie like yes absolutely like there's not there's not too much time during that movie where you're relaxed you nope <clears throat> not at all such a good movie what, what was 
what was the dude from Mad About You's real name? Paul Reiser. Paul Reiser. It is Reiser. I, yep. I wasn't sure if it was like Reiser. Yeah. <laughs> um, he played such a good, good bad guy. Mm-hmm. Like, it took me away that I forgot that he was bad. Yeah. He's just like, yeah, just don't. You're good. Mm-hmm. It's like, wow, fuck you, buddy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, that movie, Alien's got to be best movie. I definitely love a lot of stuff Ridley Scott does. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, there was something else. Oh, 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 Mars, Mars, terraforming, terraforming Mars. We are terraforming <laughs> yeah. Mars. I'm a lot subtle than I, more subtle than I was. Excuse me, four weeks ago. Yeah, don't excuse yourself. That's uh, us. Um. Uh, oh, that was my thought. Okay. Um. I got really drunk like seven, eight years ago. Story time. <laughs> uh, I was like, I was like, what happened? I was like, imagine a world where like we were never supposed to be on this planet. We're the aliens. Like I, I went on down this rabbit hole in my head on a really drunken night that like we're the aliens. We're not supposed to be here. Plants own this place. Like, yeah, it was bad. Yeah. I'm just <laughs> having been your best friend for years. I can tell you that I can picture you saying <laughs> going off on one like, like that. <laughs> I, and I never go on like those types of tangents. It was just yeah. one of those things. It, the, there it, were no hallucinogenics involved at that time. Never done it? one. I'm okay. afraid to. Yeah. <laughs> I, I've, I've seen friends. Yeah. Um, I, I had a friend 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. Take mushrooms. And then watch Buckethead. That's a terrible idea. Yeah. And he's just like, I remember him sitting on a bar stool being like, I can feel the colors. Yeah. <laughs> and then he was like, I can t- t- taste the music. And, um, <laughs> yeah. I watched a guy, I watched a kid do, do mushrooms and, uh, he just kept staring at the floor and we were like, well, he must not be having a great time. And he just kept staring at the floor and staring at the floor, and staring at the floor. And finally, someone went over and tapped him and was like, dude, what do you see? It was a checkerboard, like, kitchen floor. Yep. And apparently, the the Please black and chefs. white squares kept switching mm. on him, and it just completely mesmerized him, and he couldn't stop watching it. And I'm like, wow, like, that's a lot of time you're not going to get back in your life. <laughs> um, I'm going to, I'm going to go with that. I'm going to run off of that. Yeah. Uh the i i've smoked marijuana it's legal in massachusetts now a handful of times in my life that also makes me afraid yeah i i don't like drugs illicit legal drugs they scare the shit out of me the first time i ever smoked weed it was laced oh i was in a band i played bass i uh we started playing right after I smoked. We switched songs. <clears throat> Every time we switched songs, I st- kept the same bass line. Did not switch bass lines until like five songs in. Yeah. Realized I was messed up. And then just nonchalantly even unplugged my guitar, put it in my gig bag, put it down, walked over to the uh, fridge in the space we were at, went to grab a... a either soda or water or something stared at the light for 20 minutes <laughs> just like <laughs> somebody yeah. tapped me on the shoulder was like hey you good and i'm like 
I don't know, man. <laughs> and then fast forward to like an hour and a half later, I was 17, 18, 19, maybe. Yeah. <clears throat> I did not want my mom to know. So I asked my friend if I could stay at his house that night. So my mom wouldn't know. And my, my friend, his name is Chris. He was like, no, I was like, wow, you're a good friend. And then we proceeded to have a conversation and every 10 seconds in the conversation, I would look past him at one of those, um, uh, light sconces on the top that kind of, you know, the twist on like tops that have like the thing kind of looks like a hat for a light. No, no. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know the light on the post in my front yard? I think so. You know how it's got a cover on the top Yeah, that you can unscrew the top and it, it has yeah, sure. the, that I were having a conversation and every 10 seconds I would look at the top of the light and be like, is that a hat? And he'd be like, no. <laughs> and then we'd be like, oh, okay. You know, we, I, I think you guys sounded, that's a fucking hat, man. And he's like, Steve, shut up. And it's like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. But no, that, that's new song. Dude, that's a fucking hat. And he just, it, it it was bad. Yeah, it happened like six times, and then he kind of he slapped me on the face, and I was like, "Well, that wasn't fun." <laughs> and then I proceeded to throw up in the kid the house's bushes. Yeah, and <laughs> that's the end of the story. I think I fell asleep on my parents' bed when I got home. Don't like I didn't even get to my room. I just went to the closest bedroom and passed the fuck out. <laughs> uh, so the moral of the story, kids, is don't do drugs. Don't do drugs. <laughs> um last story i want to tell oh, no. Oh, no. different drunken night <laughs> I, I i had this theory that eventually we were going to evolve into amphibians because in the uh womb we're breathing liquid oxygenated liquid yes why eventually we're going to be able to breathe liquidy liquid we're going to be fishy I think probably Steve. Whoa, shit. Fish, fish breathe in the water by filtering oxygen. Shut up. I know you're right. Shut up. (laughs) So I just realized I dented my iPad. Yeah. You know, whatever. Um, all right. Well, that was story time with Steve folks. This is probably the, the randomest rants you'll never hear again. Oh my God. That was something. Um, so anyway, we're, we've hit an hour and I think that's probably a good time to start wrapping shit up. Mars though. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, dude, we didn't even get on it. Like some, yeah. is it before we stop? Okay, go do, ahead. Does it at all scare you that we could have introduced something that could potentially either start life on Mars unintentionally mm. or, you know, maybe destroy whatever's left there? Does it bother me? No. I mean, it kind of, well, yeah, maybe a little bit. Cause like ever, ever since I saw the matrix and agent Smith goes on his little tirade when he's talking to Morpheus and compares humans to a virus, mm-hmm. it's like that resonated with me like so deeply for some reason that I can see us going to Mars and just destroying fucking it. that shit up. You know, yeah, there's no like quote unquote like you know environment or living environment on there. The surface is iron, right? 
Yeah, that's why it's okay. red. It's all iron yeah, yeah, oxide. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and so like, I just can picture us. I knew that, but just forgot. <laughs> yeah, like like if we hit Mars and we colonize it, that's going to be the first step to taking over the rest of the solar, solar system. system and galaxy. You know, like I think Mars is the only habitable, potentially habitable planet. Yeah. Um, I know because I've heard Venus. Venus, um, it like it's crushing gravity. You know, like the the gravity on Venus is way too high, and I believe that's a carbon dense. No, it's carbon monoxide or dioxide rich atmosphere. Like okay. we wouldn't be able to we we wouldn't be able to breathe. That I know. Either. I know. I've heard Elon Musk talking about if when we get to Mars, if we took like oxygen, uh, oxygenation like mm-hmm. uh, purifiers and just pump it into the atmosphere, it'll eventually like turn clear. I don't know. I'm not sure about that. I think. Um, I think it's gonna be a bubble city. Yeah, it'll be a bubble city for sure. I think so. Um, but. I mean, the thing, it's weird, though, because, like, Earth has a very nitrogen-rich atmosphere. I mean, nowhere near as much as, as Mars, but, you know, and we can breathe, obviously, we breathe Earth atmosphere just fine. Yeah. But if you go to Mars and, like, you know, you take the helmet off with the nitrogen atmosphere, like, you'll breathe for a little while, and then you'll get sleepy and go to sleep and you won't wake up. Yeah. You know, so it's kind of a different, <clears throat> it's close, but it, it it's 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 no cigar the thing that the thing that would make it easier for us to live on mars is the, the grab it's like two-thirds yeah Earth, so it isn't a dramatic change all the old people's backs would be nice. oh yeah for sure yeah i mean but you'd still suffer from like bone degradation yeah i get we'd it have, we'd have to evolve but it'll happen oh yeah we'll, we'll grow gills yeah but we'll i mean as far as us like Maybe oopsieing and and infecting Mars with a little bit of microbe. I don't. Know. We'll have to see the uh, science. Yeah. Um. So next week we are going to do the fifth element. Yes. Okay. So next week, um, our schedule is going to get a little messed up. I'm going out of town during our normal record time, so you know the next episode might be delayed by a couple of days. You got. Yeah. Because of that. So. Yeah. Um, we'll try to figure something out. Don't know when people do. Yes. Uh, that being said, we're, we will, t- we'll eventually touch on the bad batch. Yes, we will. I, I, I forgot to watch the last two episodes. Same. So, um, we end every episode. Yep. Telling people where to find us. Frank, do you want to do that? Yeah, sure. You can typically find us. Um, obviously, you're listening to us on your podcast platform of choice, but you can tell your friends for, to find us. Yeah, they can. Yep. Tell your friends to find us. We're on, you know, Apple Podcasts and Spotify and Stitcher and all those other good services. So, you know, spread the word. Check us out on one of those. Uh, we're on Instagram at Nerds of Unusual Origin. We're on Facebook at Nerds of Unusual Origin. Um, I'm supposed to be in charge of the social medias and I've kind of slacked off a little bit on that. So I'm going to try to step that up a little bit. I'll, I'll, I'll wait I gotta, I gotta come up with like little teasers. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll get better at making clips out of stuff. Yeah, sure. We'll, we'll figure something out. So. Yeah. Uh, 
that being said, we end every episode on a recommendation. Frank, yes. what is yours? Uh, so right now, um, I've read it once before, uh, and I'm in the middle of rereading it again. Uh, check out eleven twenty two sixty three by Stephen King. It's a it's a fantastic book. Uh, it's long, just like most of Stephen King's novels, but it's all about um, you know what if you had the ability to go back in time and stop the kennedy assassination they so, they made a uh there's a hulu series yes up. with uh james franco yep, yep. yeah which i haven't watched yet and i'm I going to once really good yeah once i'm done um rereading this i'm gonna go go ahead and, and watch that but it's it's an intense book uh it's 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 funny i i i love extremely descriptive writing and Stephen King is he's too it. descriptive. It's um oh see, I love that stuff. Like I love Tolkien, you know, like I like I like it when a reader describes things so well to the point where you you can feel it like in your brain. I get it. You know, so I absolutely adore that kind of writing. That's that's what this whole book really is. You know? Okay. It's it's great. It's a long, long read, and I think the audiobook is like thirty something hours, you know. If you listen to oh, it, on then it's definitely like, it. yeah, if you listen to it on regular speed, you know, but Steve, you like it, right? Yes. Okay. There are parts of this book that talk about it work in it. He works in everything to anything. Yeah. Which I'm, I don't and it's, hate. It's like, it's, it's so seamless that it just kind of goes in and kind of goes away. And, and, you know, it's, it's really interesting. Can I, can I try and, um is do they mention bob gray no oh okay they definitely mentioned dairy though right yeah. yes every dairy book has plays, dairy dairy plays a huge part really in this book okay a huge part in this book so huh. it's really cool yeah dairy main is the the town where everything takes place in. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. okay yeah, so go ahead check that out Eleven twenty two sixty three. i'm gonna check it out yeah i still have to read i want to i'm trying to get project hail mary Oh yeah, you hear that? Yeah. Oh, either way, uh, my recommendation. <laughs> uh, the other day, I found out that uh, a fictional band from a TV show mm -hmm. is coming out with an actual album. Okay. Uh, Mouse Rat. What is that? The greatest band from Pawnee, Illinois, Indiana. Wow. Let me. The greatest band. The greatest band from Pawnee, Indiana. Ah, okay. So that's Parks and Rec? Yes. Ah, okay. Chris yep. Pratt is recording an entire album with the fictional band Mouse Rat. Oh. Uh, with, you know, hits like uh, 5,000 Candles in the Wind. Sure. You need to hear that song. Yeah. Uh, Sex Hair. Okay. Yeah, you don't even know. <laughs> no idea. Um, Going so far so over my head. It, yep. it comes out August, I want to say. Uh... I'm looking that up for sure. Because I could do that. Um, yeah, I don't know. It comes out in one of these times. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, go, go, go listen to 5,000 Candles in the Wind. Okay. You, you might shed a tear for little Sebastian. All right, sure. Yeah. Uh, that being said, we're done. Yeah, we're done. We are done. All right. Uh, you were. Well, I've been Frank. No, you're. No, I'm Frank. <laughs>
<laughs> Knock it off. <laughs> oh, no, that's right. I'm Steve. I tried that last week. It didn't work. Uh, so I've been Frank. I've been Steve. Yes. May the force be with you. And also with you. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye.